Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I know some people have not been able to hear me, and I do hope that I am improving on this situation. Uh, tonight's topic is something very, very dear to my heart and everybody's heart, and we're going to delve into the topic of healing global disconnect, a tall order, and something very, very desperately needed in today's uh, atmosphere. So I wanna read a little bit about um, my statement that I made on a website that is available. If you look it up, it's under healingglobaldisconnect.com. I will be working on that website. Uh, the message is up and the message is this. As a human race, we have become fragmented into nations, religions, social classes, politics, and races. This fragmentation has resulted in clash and fallout in the form of human atrocities. Although we have been able to soar to unlimited heights in many areas of human endeavor, we have yet to accomplish the final and most important frontier to come together as a united humanity. And this is a call-in show, everybody. I invite you to call in. And um, I'm not very good at politics, so I'm going to steer away from the politics of it and break the mind map down in a global way so that you can understand how global disconnect occurs, how individual human disconnect occurs, what one has to do with the other, and why it is so important to heal individually in order for us to heal globally. So if you put the mind map up, you will see the nine panels. And these nine panels, I will describe to you. Some of you already know about the nine panels and they, that you understand the breakdown and the flow of the mind map for healing. And then I'm going to also break it down from a global level. So on an individual level, what, what is occurring is that we are all wounded in our childhood on some level. Nobody escapes childhood unscathed. So if you look at panel one and you see the white light in the background, that is our best of our best. That is our light. That is the manifestation or the potential manifestation of what we could be. 
the dots and shadows all over the white light represent all of the human disconnects in the form of uh, wounds and, and, and all kinds of verbal injuries, physical injuries, neglects and abuses and so on. And primarily I focus on physical abuse, uh, uh, verbal abuse, uh, emotional abuse, neglect, control and smothering. And uh, I also focus on um, uh, the, 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 the narcissistic abuse, which is where parents put their own feelings and agendas before the feelings of the child. And then the other abuse that I missed is uh, uh, obviously sexual abuse. So everyone has some form of human disconnect and this human disconnect then uh, is reacted to. And if you look at panel number two, uh, you will see the reactions to these wounds. And these are our human reactions to being hurt, physically, emotionally, combination of, of both. And you could see that panel two is sort of like a cracked piece of glass because this represents our broken uh, psyche. It also represents reactions that range anywhere from uh, fear, anxiety, shutting down, um, dissociating, and, and, and the natural reactions that we, uh, we, we, we face when we're in sort of, when we're in pain and distress. Now, these reactions and, and woundings are first experienced on a pre-verbal level, so we're not always conscious of them. I call these this area of the psyche, panels one and two, the pre-conscious, the pre-verbal time of life. We're infants, we're children, we cannot talk, we cannot process, we don't know how to form uh, cognitions at this point. And so these reactions are very, very primitive, autopilot, fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. And then when we become more cognizant, when our co cognitions go online, as the neuroscientists like to say, then these imprints, these wounds, these messagings become encoded in the psyche. And these messages are usually not very positive because we soak in the treatment that we receive from our mothers, our fathers, our society, et cetera. And then these treatments encode into messages that we feel about ourselves and the world. Messages like, I'm not this enough, I'm not that enough. Uh, messages about the world, like the world is a, a fearful place to live. And, 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 and many, many other messages that we now um, make ourselves and the world to mean. Now, I'm going to jump to panels number four, five, six, and then I'll tie it in with global disconnect because obviously human disconnect and global disconnect are very intricately interconnected. So if you look at panel number four, you can see that what happens is when panel three feelings and messages are triggered, then we basically... Um, discombobulate, we come apart at the seams, so to speak. So if you look at panel four, you can see that the DNA structure, our, our internal uh, structure of feelings, our family systems when disrupted, when um, 
when we are triggered in uh, low self-esteem and uh, core belief department, then everything falls apart internally and even externally. And this chaos can represent anything from emotional chaos, relationship chaos, financial chaos, spiritual chaos, and any kind of chaos, really. And when people are faced with chaos, this is a very unstable state to be in. So uh, people will then defend against this chaos to reduce or at least, at least to attempt to reduce the chaos. And they'll do this by um, creating defense mechanisms. So if you see panel number five, these little round balls or globes represent isms, defense mechanisms. And these defense mechanisms vary from person to person. Some people defend by uh, drinking alcohol or doing drugs. Some people defend by uh, engaging in, in porn and sexual acting out. Some people defend by shutting down. Some people defend by gambling. Some people defend by uh, being on their cell phone uh, for many hours of the day. Some people defend by sleeping too much. And we're very creative. So we figure out how to numb ourselves and avoid and how to defend uh, our, our delicate feelings so that we can take ourselves out of this pain and at least pretend for a few moments or hours or however long that we are in a safe zone. However, these defense mechanisms do not always work out uh, and they become our psychological prison and the drinker becomes addicted sometimes and then they can't get out of that horrific um, defense mechanism or the gambler gets addicted to gambling and these defense mechanisms then end up exploding or imploding on us. So if you see, uh, if you look at panel number six, you could see that these defenses break down or they clash with other people. And so this particular panel represents explosions and implosions. From an implosion point of view, um, I'm talking about when those feelings turn inward, the anger turns inward, the distress turns inward, and then people will turn to self-harm and on the other extreme, they may turn to suicide. So that would be the implosion. Now the explosion is just the opposite where people will express anger and project their anger on others and, and harm others. And in an extreme case, this represents uh, homicide. So you can now look at these six panels as, as, as connected. So here's the storyboard. When you're wounded, you react. And when you react, you make it to mean uh, negative core beliefs about yourself. And then these negative core beliefs get triggered by whoever, your husband, your wife, your child, your lover, your boss, your friend, uh, uh, world events, and so on and so forth. And then this triggers chaos, defenses, and breakdowns. And this oftentimes just keeps self-repeating and self-infecting. And so people are trapped in this panel 
four, five, six zone. I call it the WTF for the what the Freud. It's hard to get out of because a lot of what traps us in there is very unconscious. And so we're not really aware of any kind of pathway of escape from this living hell. And of course, I see many, many people who are trapped in this repetitive cycle of chaos, defenses, and breakdowns. I usually see people when they're in chaos or their defenses are breaking down or when their marriages are breaking down or when their psyches are breaking down. And so, of course, it's always better to prevent this from happening, which is why the mind map exists as an aspect of multi-generational repair. So you don't hand down this blueprint to the next generation. This is a huge aspect of my multi-generational goal so that parents and everybody can learn how to make the conscious unconscious conscious and how they can work through their issues so that they don't self-infect and implode or explode on other people and stop this horrific uh, cycle. And so I'm going to go over this from a global perspective, and then I'm going to go into the healing part, which uh, is, is extremely challenging on a global level. And I'll also break it down on an individual level, but I want to go over my global mind map. For those of you who do not know, the initial um, purpose of the mind map was to create a global system of healing. And uh, the message was that, just what I read, that we have to become a united humanity. And today in these challenging times, this is playing out right in front of our eyes and a huge challenge. And so maybe I could shed some light on this matter because we're at that breaking point. We are now uh, in panel number with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Four, five, six and heading into six. So what we could do about it is what I'm going to talk about. And I also obviously want to hear from you. So this particular mind map system was called Join the Human Race healing global disconnect. And that idea occurred to me in 2001 out of a conversation with an acquaintance. And we were talking about, we were talking about how uh, everything was breaking down and that we've turned into a bunch of isms and 
out of my mouth came the concept or the sentence actually of, isn't it time to join the human race? Isn't it time to put our humanity in front of our race and our religion and our politics and our socioeconomic status and uh, everything that I've mentioned and all the, all the isms that I've mentioned. So let's break it down from a global perspective. And this is how I saw this pathway and I'm sharing it with you now. So panel one represented our original unity. So if you look, look at the light in the background, that represents our humanity at one unity. So once upon a time, we were not black, white, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, uh, Ukrainian, Russian, Chinese, American. We were, we were one soul. There was no distinction when we're born into the world we're not identified with an ism. We just, we are a being, we are a human being. And what happens then is that uh, the shadows, a shadow over humanity and fracture our oneness and the challenges of, 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 of life then create um, this shattering, if you will, of the human psyche. And so panel two, from a global perspective, represents how this challenge of oneness is, is now being shattered. And so instead of feeling supported and loved and in a, um, in a safe haven of humanity, we now fracture away from this unity. And as a result of this fracturing, we separate and individuate from each other. Now, there's nothing wrong with healthy separation and individuation from a uh, growth perspective, but when we separate ourselves from our own humanity, what happens is panel three in a very unsustainable form. So the DNA that's supposed to be structured and, and bonded and safe and uh, a, a pathway to climbing to higher levels now becomes a, um, a, 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 it becomes, I call it a psychovirus. The psychovirus of encodings of multi-generational injuries then creates a universal uh, structure for us that is not sustainable. And the separation and individuation then becomes instead of an individualism that um, is part of humanity. It, uh, this is, I'm using now as a metaphor for becoming selfish and uh, not in touch with other people. So if you look carefully at panel three, you will see the people on the DNA um, bonds and some of them are lying around, standing around, hanging around, walking around, but what you don't see is you don't see any interconnection with the people, which then becomes a huge problem globally because as a global entity, we do not stand together. And if you look at panel number four, you will see that as a, uh, as a, as a race, a human race, we are no longer stable. We are no longer um, on a pathway. We are clearly in chaos, metaphorically, as you can see by the 
uh, the picture of panel number four. And here we are flying off into the ozone upside down and uh, twirled around and insecure. And uh, in the background is all of this toxicity and uncertainty and so on. And so when we're in this state, uh, we want to get out of the state. And so what we've done globally is we've become these isms. So these little round balls in panel number five are my representations metaphor for the isms, the isms of politics, the isms of races, the isms of religions, the isms of socioeconomics, uh, the isms. So these isms fracture us even further away from the light of unity. But if you look carefully at these isms, you could still see that there's a little bit of light in the center of each ism. And that's my metaphor for the hope that lies within each one of us that's ismed off into our political and, and so on fracturing. And so we have to understand that the challenge today and every day is not only to, um, to keep our consciousness in the state of unity, but also to understand that each one of us carries that light and that we're uniquely causal, both in a positive and a negative sense, and that consciousness is causal. And if we stay in the consciousness of unity, if we stay in the consciousness of, of love and intimacy, then we can beat this thing. Um, as I, I once read, and I know that many people have said this in many forms, and I'll just say it the way I remember it, that if you're in a dark room, then all it takes is a match to transform the darkness into light. And each one of us now has to take upon ourselves to be that light, because more than ever, in these times, we need to be the light in darkness. And I also remember my lesson, I'll credit my Kabbalah 101 class for this lesson. And I remember the teacher uh, saying, how do we fight the darkness? Well, the, the Kabbalistic view was be the light. So the more that we can individually be the light, uh, that's where we have our causal uh, a power. So any questions so far? Any questions in the chat room? Uh, would you like to call in? I'm reminding people to please uh, use uh, any, any name that disguises your identity. You don't have to use your name. You don't have to, um, yeah, you don't have to do that. You could just invent a name just as long as I can call you by one. Um, so if you have any questions or if anybody wants to call in and ask questions about what I've described, and then I'm going to start tying it into how one relates to the other and then move on to the healing um, process. Okay, thank you very much. And now is the time that we do have to really put our heads together and more than our heads, put our hearts together. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about a common topic that I mentioned over and over again, the topic of power and control versus intimacy and love. So 
think about it as two different game boards. So, right. So let's say one game board is a game of chess and another game board is the game of checkers and it could be any game really. Now, the rules for chess are different than the rules for checkers. And so if somebody is in the consciousness of power and control, they are going to be manipulating their game board differently than if it's somebody is in the consciousness of intimacy, vulnerability, and love. Uh, it, it's pretty obvious. And if it's not, I'll, I'll try to make it more obvious that when you're playing the game of power and control, you're playing the game of disconnection. Okay. Yes, we do need power and control. It's important to hold our boundaries. I'm not talking about that. It's important to keep ourselves safe. However, we still have to have the consciousness of intimacy and love and unity, even if we're protecting ourselves by being powerful and controlling our boundaries. That's very, very uh, important for people to understand. Now, the game of power and control in a manipulative way, in a narcissistic way, specifically what I mean by that is when you put yourself and your own selfish needs before the needs of other people, when you lack empathy, when you're disconnected from your actions and how they impact other people, remember that we are all interconnected, whether we like it or not. Uh, if one of us is hurting, then it's going to impact the people around us. So it's sort of like the pond, the ripple effect. So if you're hurting, that's going to hurt your children and that's going to hurt their psyche and their circle and so on and so forth. And this gets bigger on a global basis. And so it's really, really important, therefore, to go back to point A, which is healing individually so that we can be a healthier, uh, globally united um, humanity. And why is that important? Because these individual wounds blow up. Okay, so imagine your panel one wounds and his panel one wounds and uh, this family's panel one wounds and that community's panel one rooms, one wounds, and this country's panel one wounds. And we're talking about lots of wounds, not only individual wounds, but cultural wounds and so on. And so let's magnify it and amplify it. And what we're now seeing is this huge, uh, you know, to the nth degree wounded um, humanity. And if we're not taking uh, care of it individually, what are we doing globally is we are projecting on each other, we're imploding within, and this becomes bigger and bigger and more um, uh, deadly. That's what we're creating. We're creating this, 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 this potential for this deadly implosion or explosion, as I showed you in panel number six. So that's why these two concepts are so intricately interconnected. If we do not heal individually, we 
cannot heal as a human race. It's just really difficult for unhealthy, uh, angry, out of control, uh, amygdala-like, fight-flight reactive people in the human race to uh, be constructive and to be um, united. So I'm, I'm hoping to hear from you. Um, I see that there's one person maybe in the chat room, not sure about that, but if you do have any questions, please don't hesitate to call and let, let's talk about um, our individual light next, okay? But I wanna know if you have any questions about it because we are now at the precipice. And sometimes these breakdowns oftentimes lead to breakthroughs and so, this has been a, a hard conversation. Let's talk about the beauty of the breakdown to the breakthrough. And as you know, individually, sometimes we break down. We're at the brink of divorce or we're, we're at the brink of death because of an addiction or we're on some kind of brink. And sometimes these are those aha moments that humble us out and bring us to our knees. And, and create a, um, an opening for a shift. And that's what I'm betting on, is that this, this precipice that we're on today is an opportunity to really show our light, heroically so. We see heroes on the planet. We see people who are standing up for um, humanity. We see people who are standing up to protect their lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Families. We see people who are standing up to protect uh, the, the truth, which I um, equate to the light. And sometimes it's hard to know what the truth is, which is why I don't like to get political, because I honestly just don't know enough about these um, uh, truths. It's just that when we're in the truth, we are in our authenticity and we're in alignment and we're in that place that we need to be to manifest the best of our best. So I see truth as alignment. I see it as sustainable and I see it as the pathway to healing. And anything that eclipses the truth is unsustainable and eventually uh, breaks down. Because when you have a structure, a building, a concept, anything that is out of integrity, it just won't hold up over time. And it, it needs to break down because uh, it's um, it, 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 at that point, it's just too cancerous if you will it's not life enforcing and it, it's got to it's got to degenerate so that something new will break through and so um if there aren't any questions any questions in the chat room or comments that um, anybody wants me to respond to 
Chatters, uh, don't really see questions. There is a private. Jen said, many of us are connecting through empathy for our brothers and sisters and are leading ourselves with compassion. We can, uh, we came from light and are the light. Absolutely. Right. And so how do we, how do we now manifest that in hostage situations where we're starting to feel or have felt all along like some kind of a, a pawn in these world events? How do we, how do we tap into our, our freedom? And by the way, I have a blog up about this particular um, uh, YouTube episode. So check it out in my blog section on my website, Psychological Healing Center. Uh, dot com and, um, and 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 so so how do we do that how do we tap in so now we know that what makes us ism and defend that way is fear okay so when we're living in consciousness of fear when we're trying to uh, take ourselves away from um, chaos we will do anything to block that pain to uh, to to numb the pain, whatever it is uh, that we're doing. And so that doesn't work because again, it's not um, sustainable. So where does our light live? Even though we're hostage to the world events on some level, because we're not in control of everything, but we do have control over, let's see if we can identify these things. We have control over our consciousness. We have control over our intentions. We have control over our actions. We have control over our choices. We have control over a lot of these things. And so this is the time to exercise your uh, best of your best and to control what you can control. And so here is where our unique light comes through. And so what can we as a human race do? Number one, recognize that we are human beings for first and foremost. Recognize that we cannot hurt other human beings, not, on, not only because it's not right to hurt other human beings, but because it will reverberate back to us. We cannot live in isolationism we we are intricately and intimately interconnected the butterfly effect okay if a butterfly flaps its wings in in another country then those little waves are going to travel they're going to travel uh, around the globe and um, i know it doesn't sound like a butterfly can make a lot of waves but you know a lot of butterflies make a lot of waves and a lot of people who are in the intention and in the direction of manifesting the message of humanity can make a lot of waves. And when you come together globally with this consistent, clear message of light, then I believe that we can move mountains. And so how do we move mountains? We move them individually. Some people are artists, some people are musicians, some people are writers, some people uh, process data really well, some people um, have great brains for, for medicine. Uh, we all have our talents. Some people cook amazing food 
And so don't ever think that your contribution is too small. We're all here with our unique talents and whatever they may be when we offer it to ourselves, our families and our, our, our environment, our global world, then we're offering up the best of our best. And so can you see that a lot of bad makes up a lot of dangerous bad? However, a lot of good makes up a lot of unbelievable, powerful, uh, transformational, paradigm shifting ability for each one of us to be part of this uh, magnificent opportunity. This is how we do it. And we do it intentionally, we do it individually in order to uh, create a paradigm global shift. And I really wanna hear from you. I know that uh, this is a big topic. And again, here we are sitting at, at a time where it's the, we're at the we're at the precipice, and that's why I wanted to do this show tonight so that I can give my every effort to humanity to be the cause. And I know sometimes I feel really ineffectual and very small, and you know what can I do when there are all these looming dangers? I just have a very strong. Uh, sense that it's not the what I can do individually, it's as an influencer, what can I do to influence the light in you so that you can influence the light in others through your art or through your kindness or your support. And this is the time to be extra kind, extra loving, extra, extra. Why? Because we're all um, in, in a state of suffering and we're all in a vulnerable um, state. So let's at least be the cause of creating something that is, is gonna be of comfort and kindness to right next door, your neighbor, your, 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 your significant other, your children. Was that a question that came in? We do have a question, uh, JD. It says, how do we turn that flight or uh, flight or fights response off when in the heat of the moment when we feel defensive so that we can have a positive conversation or a productive conversation that isn't fueled by that defensive di disconnected self perfect question i mean aren't we challenged by it the, <clears throat> the the problem is this amygdala it's a wonderful uh, part of our brain because it helps us to fight or flee. It's just that when we need to think and be clear and come up with powerful solutions, um, my way is to know that when my amygdala flares up and I see red and I feel this anger, my number one command to myself, I'm not always successful, it's just that I've got to remind myself, as we all do, shut down your reactivity and understand that there is a challenge in front of us. So point number one, shut down your reactivity. And that just can mean something as simple as don't talk, be quiet, just dial it down, take a breath, take a few seconds to pull back and then in that gap, we could start to dial down the amygdala 
and let the cognition come online and always to see these challenges as opportunities because they really are. Um, every single challenge that we're faced with, whether it's uh, uh, picking up more weights at the gym or running some extra laps so that we can um, achieve a, a higher level of physical fitness, it's not pleasant. It's just that when we do the work and when we become proactive instead of reactive is where we create the light. And uh, it's so easy to just become reactive. And that's what we're all afraid of. Oh my God, somebody's going to have a reaction and, uh, you know, push that button and the world will blow up. Okay. So that's react. That, that's the end game of reactivity. All right. So on a micro level, let's not go there. Let's not detonate ourselves. Let's not detonate our relationships. Let's keep the, um, the connections going. So if you're angry at somebody, then make an effort to have that peaceful healing conversation with them so that you don't continue to explode or implode and you don't break that bond with that individual person. Now, obviously some people you cannot keep bonds with and I've done plenty of shows where it's important to keep away from certain people or yeah, actually even maybe cut them out of, of, of your life. And so if that's the case, then use your boundaries and don't interface with those people, but don't make it worse. Don't create more chaos because you can't interface with those people or you don't have a, a pathway to empathy uh, with those people, don't make it worse because again, it's going to backfire. Just remember, cause and effect, be the cause, not the effect, proactive versus reactive. And uh, my favorite book, my favorite line in my book is a quote from Einstein. And if you haven't gotten my book, be the cause, healing human disconnect, please downloaded it's free you can also pick up a copy from amazon and so you could start learning to take a system gone wrong specifically your family system and straighten it out and then we can start applying it on a grander uh, 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 scale uh, a grander human scale so that's our challenge is to shut down our reactivity to being proactive and going back to that quote by Einstein in my book, I use it a lot. Um, smart people solve problems and geniuses prevent them. So we're now at a precipice. We need to be geniuses. We cannot afford to make problems. We cannot afford to be at the back end. We have to prevent we have to prevent. And the best way that I know of preventing anything is to intentionally shut down our reactivity. It is very, very hard uh, to do. And some, in some cases, it feels almost impossible because the amygdala kicks in, particularly when your life is being threatened. Everything just goes into this zone where it's very, very hard to concentrate. 
And so we can just practice the skill and have our intentions, our consciousness set into this consciousness of being proactive and not reactive and shutting down the reactivity, at least for a little bit so that we can make our proactive next step. I hope I've answered that question. Uh, I would love to hear from you. And uh, I would like to know what your thoughts are about our global situation and how, um, how, how it's impacting you and how specifically you can be the light in this time of, of challenge and, 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 and understand how even though it might feel so dismal, we could still be causal entities. And so we all have to participate in being causal. And no deed is too small, even if it's as simple as calling somebody that you haven't called for a long time and um, uh, uh, making somebody a meal that you know is not feeling well or um, owning your own stuff to people that you have hurt because that's part of growth. Part of growth is being able to self-reflect and self-correct. So imagine if everybody on the planet owned their own stuff and if everyone course corrected on their own life and if we did this on a micro level and then magnified it on a macro level, what kind of light we can be on, on, on this planet. And so no beautiful small deed is too small because what happens is when we're in synergy, now I'm going to get into the healing part, okay? Panel number 789. So remember, we encoded all of the wounds and then we decoded the damage. And now we're going to look at healing and synergy and paradigm shifting. So uh, going over back to number seven, now we could see these orbs, these globes, these isms coming together and the light in the middle represents our united humanity so whatever religion whatever ism whatever whoever you identify with when you bring the the elements of wisdom to humanity now we've got something now we've got something instead of using our isms to smash and clash and and break each other down if if you want to use your ism to bring knowledge, wisdom, talent to the world, please do. This would be an excellent time to do this. And so isms, if, if they're to be of value on the planet, are only valuable when they are a, a, a plus one, not when they take away from another. And the light is representative of that. And so when we fix ourselves, when we align ourselves with our, um, with our mental, physical health, our spiritual health, when we become at one with ourselves, that's when we could be a healthy me that then joins forces with healthy other me's and then form a healthy we. And that's the synergy panel. One plus one is greater than two. It's that phenomenon of um, 
you plus me now create a third entity. And that's what we need right now. We need that third entity. And so let's be part of creating that third entity, taking each individual light, everybody's wisdom, everybody's micro contribution and magnifying that. And it would be amazing for me to live, uh, uh, to see that happen on the planet. And we actually have the opportunity to have that be right now. We're on a precipice and remember, we are the cause. So let's really, really capitalize on our micro light to create macro light because it's our micro darknesses that then synergized in a not good way. I, well, maybe I shouldn't even use the synergy thing, but they, they came together to create this mess in the first place. And so 180 degree turn, turn up the light, turn up your wisdom, turn down your reactions, turn up your kindness, turn up your generosity, turn up your creativity, uh, turn up your voice so that you can be heard. And this is how we're gonna win the war between the darkness and the light. And I know that we could do this. And if you feel so that, um, that, that you could take this message and then spread it to other people and feel free to share this video or other videos that spread the light. And then we can all just be part of listening over and over to pathways to healing, pathways to synergy, and to start to understand very clearly that we are causal. Each one of us is causal. And some uh, uh, of us are influencers. We're influencers in the world of music, in the world of film, in the world of art, in the world of psychology, in the world of cooking, in the world of anything. And again, nothing's too small. So you don't have to feel like you've got to be uh, a star or you know, a rocket scientist, we're, we're all, we all carry this light within us. And now would be the time. And if you feel that you're blocked from your own light, now is the time to do some deep, deep healing so that you're not sitting there immobilized. You're not sitting there feeling like you're not important enough to make a contribution or that you're too stupid to make a contribution or that you're not worthy to partake in a beautiful uh, life. These are core beliefs that actually people struggle with and the mind map uh, specifically addresses is debunking these horrible core beliefs. We've got we've to decode all of these horrible, destructive uh, messages that we have in incorporated into the fiber of our being because they don't belong to us. They're old messages from old blueprints passed down from generation to generation. And now we still have old messages and uh, that, that are passed down on a, uh, on a grander scale. And it, it's time to start dismantling uh, these these messages that are now infiltrating on a global level and poisoning our minds, our bodies, our souls. And so this is how we become causal. And I decided to do something different uh, than my usual one-on-one -on -one seminars that, that, that 
that I do or the, 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 the individual work that I do. And I'm going to be conducting a mind map webinar starting March 30th from 4 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And this is going to be psychoeducational in nature. And it's uh, Healing from Narcissistic Abuse Webinar Workshop. I'm hosting it. I'm going to be limiting it to 25 people so that I can have people's questions answered. And in this uh, psychoeducational mind map journey to healing, uh, we're going to be discussing issues such as apathy and how that disconnects and wounds of childhood and how to heal from these horrible negative core beliefs and how to create synergy within yourself and your relationships. So I'm personally going to be um, leading this uh, webinar. And if you are interested, of course, you can always contact me, Dr. Judy at Psychological Healing Center. Dot com or call at the number up there uh, that you see, uh, contact the clinic. And uh, it will be three Wednesdays, Wednesday the 30th and then April 6th. So we're gonna be going into April. I'm just looking at my notes. Uh, the 30th of March the 4th of April and the 13th, the 6th of April and the 13th of April, three Wednesdays in a row for three and a half hours. We're going to take breaks and we're going to share uh, ideas and of course, learn the mind map and uh, break it down so that you can journey through this and understand every aspect of it. It comes with my um, mind map nine panel video series and the PDF of the book and uh, a download of the journal for recovering from narcissistic abuse. And I would absolutely love to see you there. Um, and so you can also feel free to add individual sessions if you need to the seminar. And it would be, an, it, it, it's gonna be an honor to teach this course, especially now in a time of chaos. Um, so join me and, um, Back to our topic, healing global disconnect. Originally, that was my mission statement to myself, create a mind map to heal global disconnect. I realized that we have to heal individually before we heal globally, but now we're running out of time. So that's why I decided to do this particular episode so that we can start being the cause of healing for ourselves and the other and others and most importantly understand that it is our light that is going to transform and shift us from this darkness into this light and we have a magnificent exciting mind-blowing opportunity to individually be part of flipping the system from uh, this doom and gloom to the system of interconnectivity and united humanity. And we all should live to see that day and may that day be now. And so let's get started with it. And remember, please, no deed is too small, no deed of kindness, no deed of, 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 of um, 
self-correction and self-reflection is too small. So it's time to really, really shine your unique light and understand that we are causal beings. And so inviting everybody to be the cause, take it very, very seriously and never think that you're, you're, you're not enough to do this because cumulatively we are all enough to do this. And let's flip this, flip this and shift it. So please feel free to call and uh, connect with the Psychological Healing Center. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to meeting you individually, whether we work individually or whether we do uh, the webinar together. I'm, I'm just personally very excited about being part of um, the healing of, of, of human disconnect and cumulatively global disconnect. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, if you have that reaction, then shut down the reactivity and let in your light. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining in. I'll see you next time. And if you've enjoyed my show, please subscribe to my channel. If you need help, please call the number below.